More on the freaky, freaky story of the college girl who thought there was a ghost in the closet. One no ghost. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Who's who's that saying? One more third. It's a radio voiceover guy. One more third. I'd love to do that for a living. Well, honey, I gotta go to work. One more thing. All of today's hottest rock. You know, all that stuff. I never did that, but I did um <clears throat> I did uh, drag racing commercials. Oh yeah, I've Stock heard car racing commercials. I'm telling you, give this man respect. <laughs> he was good. Can you still do that, or would it hurt your throat? I can too do much? it, but I would also, I would also speed it up a little. I would phase it, and then I would edit it, right. layer it in such a way: racing, racing, racing. Yeah. But then with a lot of echo and phasing and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And like my that. favorite lines were: uh, Oh, I love this. <laughs> Watch them get sideways at the corners. That was one of them. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, you'll Sunday. get the whole seat, but you only need the edge. <laughs> that was another line. Oh, that's, that's good. So good. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> With a lot of reverb, oh, it'll really oh, get you to the drag oh, race. Oh, Watch them get sideways in the corners. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, oh boy. Uh, I got like paid like $75 a week for doing that for some place, and I was very, 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 very happy. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah. yeah. I, do, I used to, uh, my first job in radio, I would do play-by-play and or color commentary for high school basketball games, and I would do lots and lots of games because it was 10 bucks to do play-by-play and 5 bucks to do color. And so I'd do a tournament. I would be there for nine hours, and just me and my, my partner would swap who was doing play-by-play and color. And I'd make, you know, 25 bucks in a day or 30 bucks. And, man, that was that was great. I did those all-day tournaments where you don't know anybody till you get there that day. Oh, yeah, you get the name sheet and everything. And that that is the source of my famous, uh, not well, it's not that famous, but story of uh, doing play-by-play for girls' high school basketball. This is in rural Illinois. High schools that had, yeah. you know, like 60 students. Or so, but they would have a, a girls' basketball team. I mean, like the schools I went to, where anybody who wants to play gets to play. You don't have to right, try out right. even. You just go and play. Right, yeah. And, and a at, socialist, uh, if you ask me. <laughs> well, you got to have enough people to make the team, <laughs> right. to have a team right. on the floor. Right. Well, they did. They managed to scrape together a team, and I was doing play-by-play for this game. And uh, at halftime, it was 4-2. to two. Oh. <laughs> The one team had managed two buckets, and the other one won. So were you doing play-by-play or the color commentary? Because the play-by-play guy has got his you know, own challenges, but if you're the filling in the color honestly, around a 4-2 four, four score... My recollection of that <laughs> night is I was doing it solo. Oh. I was the only guy. Oh, my and, God. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. It, it was, the ponytail really looks good on Jenny. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, that's a nice-looking ponytail. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, what are you talking about? I was <laughs> struggling to find something positive to say, because who's listening? To a high school girls basketball game with a score of four to two at halftime. The parents. That's it. And they know, like the general manager at Small Town Radio, they know the guy personally. And and I have to be positive. I tell you what, the hustle on defense is really you can't help but notice it. I mean, oh, another good shot. Oh, it was a good shot. It just didn't go in. <laughs> and by good shot, I meant like five feet away from I, the basket because anything further than that, you know, they don't have a chance. I would have started making things up and just had people score. You know, <laughs> just. I did do I did do games where um, like they were they were coming to our town for a tournament. So I knew nobody knew that was listening to my broadcast, knew the other team. And if I, I, I just make up names because I, I wasn't quick enough to look at the number and get the name. Or, Johnson with the rebound. Good old Johnson. Boy, can he rebound. We don't, we don't have a Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> right. But I did 
uh, an Indian college, and they had Indian names. And I, honest to God, I wish I, I might still have tape of it because it's, and I would say running deer over to Buffalo meat, Buffalo meat with the ball coming up the court, Buffalo meat back to running deer for the basket. <laughs> Their star wow. player was Buffalo meat. Wow. That was his actual name. Wow. Full on, not, that a not compliment, my, not Elizabeth Warren Indians. I'm talking these people are Native sure, Americans. Right. You're tribal members. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Do you remember any of the other names or? Otherwise, it was, you know, Custer was still around back when. I'd buy when one of those jerseys to wear. That's no, pretty cool. Yeah. Buffalo meat. Yeah. Buffalo yeah. meat. Really? He was definitely the star of the team. Him and, Run- him and Running Deer really ran the show. <laughs> Not surprising. I think they had six players. And uh, I remember in that particular game, um, this was college, community college, but it was out of high school. And they had two foul out, and they were down to four. So our team then only Oof. only put four people on the floor to make it fair. Well, that's very uh, sportsmanlike. That's the way they did it. Cause Sports, you, it's not, nothing to do with fair. We <laughs> couldn't actually get enough players on the floor to play five-on-five oh, five basketball. You know what? That's funny. I'd never thought of this for the rest of my life if you hadn't brought yeah. that up. You know, for long-time listeners know this, I spent a long time coaching soccer, youth soccer, when my kids were little. You had a license. You were a licensed I I was, soccer coach. I did. I did indeed. I'll show it to you on demand. And, of course, I had to be fingerprinted every single season to make sure I wasn't a perv. But, you know, that's fine. I get it. Um, But so it happened a handful of times through the years that you'd have a couple of injuries or whatever. Or, more likely, just it was the day of the the big science trip for the middle school or whatever. And you wouldn't have 11 players. And so you'd, you'd have 10. You'd put out 10 or even 9. And every single time that happened... The other coach would say, oh, you only have nine? Okay, we'll put out nine. Every single time but one. We played against this prick. We said, that's your problem. Yep. I'm like, wait, oh, hey. No, that is, I, what no, age are you talking these, about? I said, these are children. He said, you don't show up with 11, that's your problem. That's ridiculous. Oh, that's I know. Ridiculous. I wish I knew this guy's name. You I, just I look it up in the record books. That's the guy who won all the championships. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. I wonder. Because yeah. he was there to win. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. No, I wish I knew the guy's name. Yeah, that's incredible. I would, I, I would haunt him for the rest of his life. Second I would make place it, is the first loser. I would make it my hobby yeah. for the rest of my days to find obscure and ridiculous ways to torment him. I mean, I'd report him for various, you know, minor violations of yard maintenance to his HOA. I would, you know, I wouldn't slash his tires because I'm not that kind of guy, but I'd leave notes now and again. I'd call him on his birthday, call him a name and hang up. I wish I knew his name. I got a niece that was so dominant at youth sports that they had trouble with that where the other teams would get really mad that it wasn't fair, but they didn't know. I don't know what would be a good way to do anything about that. I guess not let her play in that league, I guess, which eventually happened. Yeah, you have to play up, but that's eventually. Because she would score score six goals in the first few minutes. Nobody could stop her. Right. Yeah. (laughs) When you get one of those, this is an athlete on a team of high school kids, it's amazing how big of a gap that is. Well, I, you try watching eleven-year-old yeah. someday, right? When you have somebody who's a natural, who's pure, who's cure, uh, clearly, I'm sorry, going to be a college athlete, for instance, uh, uh, against a bunch of little kids who are out there for recreation. Please, it, it, it no, it's no good. But what we, are you going to do? One of the fallouts from that, my niece, who's a really, really an exceptional athlete. Um, so we went to one, uh, one of those uh, trampoline places. Have you been to those? Did those exist yeah. when you were kids? Yeah. So and they they have dodgeball there. And uh, Sam loves playing dodgeball, my third grader and everything like that. But Henry, who's seven, wanted to play, and he's pretty little. And um, uh, and my niece was really a good athlete. They went and they played, and she protected him, but he didn't know that. Oh, boy. So she was constantly 
finding a way to get out the good players really fast or or deflect balls and stuff like that. Now when we go, he always wants to play dodgeball because oh, he thinks no. he's really good at it. Oh, he's no. going to get his head taken off. Because oh, oh, there are these oh, moron boy. kids yeah. who have no parents to tell them any better, I guess. Right. Who they're, they're like eighth graders, and they immediately target these little kids, hit them as hard as they can to get them out of the game. you got to take the floor. You really enjoy the competitive spirit, don't you, by knocking four-year-olds out of dodgeball. But <laughs> you got to bring a little flying red justice. You think I should situation. go in there? Yes. Can I play, mister? Clearly. Just really lay yeah. them out. Strap this... on a knee brace, get right. in there. <laughs> right. Headband. Yeah. Right. Eye goggles. <laughs> right. And, and, and say, say to the parents, uh, I'm illustrating a point here. Yeah. And then just absolutely <laughs> right. Head to toe lathered in icy hot. <laughs> wow. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Dodgeball seems like a really good idea until you play once or twice. And unless you're. Well, there are there are two dodgeball players, the dominant and the victim. Yeah. 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 yeah well, still, it's a great American game and one that uh, helped us win against the Nazis. <laughs> Did it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's those tough guy games. Red Rover. Red Rover, communist Rover. How about kill the guy Try the to come over, commie. That was what Red Rover was all I about. I don't understand how in my lifetime, I'm not, I'm not 150 years old. Right. In my <laughs> lifetime, when I was my son's age, we were playing kill the man with the ball during recess. Right. Mm-hmm. One guy had a football, and he ran around, and everybody else chased him and piled on top of him. Right. right. One of my favorite games, uh, hours and hours and hours in the oh, snow, especially as a too. kid. And I was yeah. faster than most people, so I really enjoyed it. There you go. Um, Do you uh, ever get into any hot and heavy tetherball games? <laughs> Yes. 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 I like that too. Yeah. Um, but we play kill the man with the ball, and now yeah. my kid, they won't have recess if it rained because somebody could slip on the grass. Oh. And obviously, you don't get to play kill the man with the ball. You can't play tag. You can't play anything. But they're not even lead to, allowed to walk on the grass if it's wet. What mm-hmm. are we doing to our children? How does something? How does a culture change that fast? That far? Muddy fields was one of my favorite yeah. things to run on. You get the whole sliding in there. Oh man, and that he's was one of my favorite uh, Delta Bluesmen. Too, Muddy fields. Muddy fields. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. And his signature uh, tune, it's raining outside and my baby's all dry. (laughs) I don't remember. I think that's it. Two, three, four. Well, I guess that's it.